so I made a quick comment on Facebook about how sad I was and how frustrating it is to see so many people uh, worship their weapons and make idols out of our rights. I feel frustrated that so many people of faith uh, bow their knee in obeisance to the NRA, to their right to bear arms. And I think to myself, we are not a people of rights. We're not a people who've been called to pledge allegiance to what the Second Amendment says we can or can't do. We owe our allegiance to, in the words of Derek Webb, a king and a kingdom. And the king I serve didn't come to this earth and he didn't leave me an example of a people who are looking to arm themselves just in case. This week in Stephen, my name's Stephen. So it's, gosh, it's been a little while since we've done an episode, maybe two months or more. Um, to a large extent, uh, the holidays uh, kept us from doing an episode. Also some other things that I may kind of get into, sort of a, uh, existential crisis uh, that I have been going through and I think I'm coming out of, maybe not. Um, I want to thank Lance, <clears throat> specifically. Lance, you know who you are, <laughs> uh, as much as any of us can really know ourselves. Lance has actually checked in a couple times, asked about, uh, asked after more episodes. It has meant more to me than he may ever know. So thank you, Lance. Uh, here we are. Um, oh, and in a breakthrough, Lance, I'll just talk to you like you're in the room with me, Lance, because maybe one day you will be. I think I'm, I think I'm uh, closer than ever to finding a way for us to maybe have you join the show <clears throat> sometime in the near future. So that's where I've been. Um, I don't know if we'll get back to once a week. That's my goal, uh, but we'll see. One of the things that I've been struggling with, this is my existential crisis, is particularly given you know, the world we live in now and the the climate we live in with regard to the ease with which folks can access information, more specifically, the ease with which folks can access opinion. We're just swimming in words, and I've talked about this before. This isn't a new idea, but uh, I've had a really tricky time wrestling with it of late. There just There's so many words in the world. There's so many thoughts. So many people have opinions, and, and then we get into this sort of like uh, verbal arms race or... Uh, approval arms race, if you will. We, at, we, we, we hope we get likes and we get shares and we try to, to do things in a way that might encourage folks to share. And we link it here and link in the bio and do this. And then all of a sudden things take on a life of their own. And I, I suppose sometime between Thanksgiving and the turn of the new year, thinking about all those things became um, really sort of mentally cumbersome for me. It, I, I thought to myself, I, I, I told my wife, I felt like the, the preacher in Ecclesiastes, it all felt uh, foolish and to no avail. It's like, why do this? Why say something and then hope that maybe someone will listen to it and maybe like it or agree or benefit and then maybe hope they'll tell someone else. And it, it didn't feel like it made any sense to me. And and then uh, ABC Family, or soon to be called Freeform, the new name for ABC Family, uh, had a Harry Potter weekend over the holidays and in Harry Potter 7 Part 2, Deathly Hallows, Dumbledore says something um, 
about, I won't try to do the actual quote, but he talks about the power of words, that some of our most powerful magic. I've always prized myself on my ability to turn a phrase. Words are, in my not-so-humble opinion, our most inexhaustible source of magic, capable of both inflicting injury and remedying it. And I thought, oh my gosh, he's of course he's right. And of course there's a biblical precedent for that. But sometimes Dumbledore makes even biblical truths more accessible. <laughs> I mean, am I right? And I, and I thought about things I've said even here on the podcast before about my understanding of God's economy, that if I do this and one person benefits or God can help one person or encourage one person or uh, convict even, gosh, who knows what God can do, then it's worth it. And I, I did believe that, and I think I lost, I lost my religion as far as that goes. I stopped believing that. I stopped believing that it was worth it if one person got something out of it or even if that one person were me, if no one ever heard these words now, maybe saying them is for me. I lost sight of that. So, uh, and, and I'm regaining uh, a vision for it even now as I speak. I, I'm not all the way there. And gosh, the thing is, I, I understand the draw of that, you know, affirmation addiction. I want, I mean, ultimately, I do want people to hear this. I would love it if uh, more than five people heard this. I'd love it if more than 500 people heard this. I really would love that. But I don't think uh, that my goal in life should be to say things that a certain number of people hear. I think my goal in life should say the things that need to be said. And I'm going to try to keep that at, uh, at the fore. I'll try to keep it front and center, top of mind, however you want to say it, and, and just go from there. So that brings me all the way back to saying thank you to Lance. Uh, thank you, Dumbledore. Um, We'll see what happens. So something else related to all that is how frustrated I've been with the world, right? Part of my crisis was, why should I say anything and all that stuff I've just talked about. But another part of it is that I just feel like um, not just that the world's going to hell. That's not new. I feel like so many people of faith are in some ways so complicit with the world going to hell that I, I, I struggle not to feel hopeless. So <clears throat> yesterday, uh, I guess this will date the episode, President Obama gave a speech on some of the executive action he intends to take regarding a broadening of gun regulation, et cetera. Uh, the things he wants to do are really minimal. It's not going to do much, to be honest. And an interesting political side note, it's far less than something that President Reagan, hashtag Republican, recommended I guess, 30 years ago now. So it's not that, in a sense, politically, it's not that big of a deal. It's not going to do much. It's, it's uh, emptying the ocean with a teaspoon is what it feels like. But for God's sake, it's something. And as I read about the speech and as I read the transcript of the speech, my mind immediately went to all the people of faith that I know or know of or have seen who are going to come out in opposition because it was done by pre the current president or because we have a Second Amendment right or because we live in this country where we're free. And it just made me feel sick to my stomach. And I made a comment on the old Facebooks about it, which what's funny, Facebook's interesting. I actually left Facebook for a while, a while ago. And then I 
uh, came back to Facebook because at the time, the place where I worked had a Facebook page, and that's where you found out some information about stuff. Anyway, that's no longer the case, but I'm still on Facebook. I don't have very many friends on Facebook, uh, or I don't have very many friends. <laughs> that's not true. I have friends, and I love all of you. I don't have very many friends on Facebook, so things I say or do don't get seen by very many people, which is actually fine because I don't then have to listen to a bunch of jackasses say really jackassy things. Um, so I made a quick comment on Facebook about how sad I was and how frustrating it is, frustrating it is to see so many people, uh, and I think I said it this way, uh, worship weapons and worship, uh, worship their weapons and make idols out of our rights. And that's how I feel. I feel frustrated that so many people of faith uh, bow their knee in obeisance to the NRA, to their right to bear arms. And I think to myself, we are not a people of rights. We're not, we're not a people who've been called to pledge allegiance to what the Second Amendment says we can or can't do. We are, in the words of Derek Webb, we owe our allegiance to, in the words of Derek Webb, a king and a kingdom. And the king I serve didn't come to this earth. And he didn't leave me an example of a people who are looking to arm themselves just in case. And so I, I thought a lot about how I wanted to say this, and some of the thoughts that I had were, were probably more strongly worded than what will actually come out of my mouth in the next moment or two. But I, when I think about what it means to call yourself a Christian, when, it, when I think about what it means to call yourself a follower of Jesus, if you classify yourself as non-religious but spiritual, and you think that, if nothing else, the example Jesus left us is something worth emulating, if you think that Jesus, when he died, just died, you think he's dead today, okay. If you think that the life he lived is worth emulating, then I don't see how you can reconcile that with this bloodlust for weaponry with this manic and maniacal rush to the Second Amendment, with this, you know, draping yourself in the flag and an AK-47 and saying, this is what America is called to be. That's, that's ridiculous. It's not what you were called to be. You were called to be someone who laid down your life. You were called to be someone who put the well-being of others ahead of yourself. And when I think about and, and then on top of all of that, to hear comments about the fact that our president cried when talking about the mass murder of first graders, that that was faked, uh, that was for a show, uh, I honestly don't know what to do with that. Because whether, whatever you think about the, our president's tears, it should make us cry to think about those lives taken in the way that they were. But you know what we do in response? We cling to our guns. Put your gun down. That's, yeah. Uh, I am experiencing what I'm afraid I would experience. That is, I'm just out of words for it. I don't understand. I just don't understand. And, I, and I'm tired of, I'm tired of philosophizing. I'm tired of trying to reason. I want desperate. You know, Paul says, as much as it depends upon you, be at peace with one another. I want to be at peace with my brothers and sisters who feel differently on this issue. I don't want, uh, I, I, I've not been called to be the, the uh, progressive Christians Rush Limbaugh. I, I don't want to be an instigator. I don't want to 
say things to, I, I don't want to engage in verbal clickbaiting. But I don't understand how you can look at Jesus and then turn from him and not advocate for stricter gun regulation. And who, here's the thing, who are we to live and die based on what the Constitution gives us a right to? That's not, you weren't bought with a price by the Constitution. Listen, I, I am not in favor of uh, deifying Scripture, right? But if you're going to provide or, or give obeisance to any document, shouldn't it be the Bible first? And isn't the Jesus we see in Scripture uh, different from the Jesus we see who some people would say would join the NRA? That's a joke. Okay, I think I'm done. I'm just getting frustrated, and it's going to just get, it's gonna get worse. So here's the thing. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I've said this before and I'll say it again. I have no answers. I have no answers. But I'm beginning to suspect that one possible solution for my life is, is to remember that I frankly haven't been called to engage with uh, closed-minded, dim-witted, fear-mongering, I'm going to stop there. People. <laughs> I've been called to look for those who've been marginalized by the church or by the world and to go to them and say, hey, I know you've been turned away, but Jesus isn't turning you away. I think that's my call. I think that's what I'm supposed to do. And so I have to be careful to not let these societal issues, in a sense, distract me from the greater work. Listen, if you... Um, if you are a Bible-believing, uh, Trump-supporting, gun-toting, uh, the Confederate flag is heritage, not hate kind of person, then okay, you've got your journey. I think you're wrong, and I think you've let fear take too much place in your life, but you do you. Um, but if you, for whatever reason, happen to hear these words, and you've actually been turned away, if you've been told that God doesn't want you or that you're not good enough for God, then I, I want to talk to you. And I'll say that that's a lie. And God's started a fire. He's, he's made a fire in the fireplace. He's made a hot meal. There's a chair waiting for you. Come home and have a seat and be fed and be clothed and be warm and be loved. You're the ones I want to talk to, not those other folks. Okay. In the words of that fellow from Love Actually, enough now. My name is Stephen. This website's still active, I think, stephenjmcclure.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Oh, gosh, that should be fun. At sjmcclure. Uh, and then I think our podcast is on SoundCloud as well, and you can get us on iTunes. Uh, thank you. This week is Stephen. Be good. Be happy. Be well. <laughs>